Are there days you feel you've had it with the sleepless nights, the temper tantrums, the constant fatigue of trying to keep up with an active baby? Does it feel like you're always working so hard as a parent, trying to do everything for your kids and family, and yet it never feels enough? We get it. You love your child more than anything, and yet parenting is also exhausting and challenging, especially when you're bombarded with criticism and pressure to be the perfect parent, which, spoiler alert, does not exist. That's why we created Discerning Parenting, the podcast that helps you cut through the noise and focus on what truly matters in your parenting journey. This podcast is jam-packed with valuable insights and practical tips specifically tailored for parents of kids age 5 and below. So join us and discover how you can use the combined power of science, knowing your child, and your own intuition in making the best parenting decisions for you and your family. What should your three-year-old be able to do? If your child is about to be three, or if you have a child who's at this age, this may be something you're asking. And I also get very common questions about this. Many, many parents are worried that their three-year-old does not yet know how to read. And they ask me, should they already get special intervention around reading? And sometimes parents also tell me that their three-year-old is only able to say a few words and does not have any phrases yet. And they're asking what their next step should be. So if you have questions about these, or maybe you simply want to know how to boost your three-year-old's brain development, then you're in the right place. When it comes to movement and physical development, and your three-year-old is also getting better at these small movements, what we call fine motor skills, using their hands and their fingers. Be careful at this age, we still need to watch out for choking hazards. And remember, Activities like stringing items together are usually at this age. I see that a lot of activities on the internet would have stringing activities for, let's say, a one-year-old or even babies. Now, first of all, these are choking hazards. And second of all, these are not yet appropriate for, let's say, a one-year-old or a younger baby. So stringing items together, like large beads or macaroni. And Putting on some clothes by themselves, like loose pants or a jacket, they can already put this on by themselves. And they can also use a fork. So earlier, a two-year-old would be able to use a spoon, and then now a three-year-old would be able to use a fork. And language and communication milestones. At this age, at age three, your child should be able to talk with you in conversation using at least two back-and-forth exchanges. So what's an example of this? By back-and-forth exchanges, I mean, you say something like, oh, what are you doing? Let's say your child is playing. Then your child will say, I'm playing with my trucks. Then you'll ask, oh, what are your trucks doing? Oh, I'm pretending that these trucks are going to the construction site. Maybe you just read uh, Good Night, Good Night Construction Site. Or your child can be the one asking questions. Your child can say, what are you doing, mommy? And then you say, oh, I'm writing a letter. And they say, what is that letter? And then you say, oh, I'm writing a letter to your grandma. Why are you writing a letter to grandma? What are you telling grandma? So 
I know for a lot of parents, you're experiencing this already. You're experiencing that your kids are getting more and more inquisitive. And that's a wonderful thing. You're having an interactive conversation. You're talking with each other. And it's a meaningful conversation. That is the goal of language development during the toddler years. So I don't mean conversations like you're going to show a flashcard of an apple. What is this? And your child says apple. Then you will show the next flashcard. What is this? Is this a ball? Those aren't the exchanges I'm talking about. It's not about flashcards or word drills, or you're going to say, recite the ABC. Then your child is going to recite the ABC. That's not it. But it's meaningful conversations in everyday situations. And your child is also going to ask a lot of questions like who, what, where, why? Where is mommy? Where is daddy? Why do we need to go out? Why can't I play? Why do I need to eat now? Or what's that? They're very, very curious. Every time they see something new, they're going to ask, what's that? And that's a wonderful thing. And when we respond to questions like that, those are what we call teachable moments. That's when their mind is most receptive to learning. And that's how they learn best. When they ask a question and then we use that teachable moment to answer. A lot of parents get stressed and worried. They feel that for their kids to learn, they need to have these structured activities. Okay, at this time, I'm going to download this worksheet. We're going to have these materials ready and we're going to learn. But research shows that young kids learn best through these everyday situations, through these teachable moments where they ask questions and then the, their caregiver will respond. And then at this age, they're also getting better at identifying actions and using verbs. So for example, when they see somebody playing, they're going to say, oh, that person is playing. When they see a picture in the book of somebody running or eating, they're going to say, oh, running or eating. And then when you ask, what's your name? They can already say their name. But of course, most kids are going to be able to do this earlier. But at the latest, by three years old, they should be able to do this. And at this age, they should be able to talk well enough for others to understand most of the time. Now, when we teach our medical students about child development, we usually have this rule of thumb that the child's age divided by four would be the percentage of words that is clear to them. So for example, for a one-year-old, it's one-fourth or around 25% of their words would be clear. By two years old, two-fourths or 50% of the words would be clear. Now, by the time that they're three, roughly 75% of their words or majority of their words should already be clear to other people. Not just to the parent, but also to other people. Now, I don't want you to be stressed about listing down and counting exactly how many of your child's words are clear. But this is just a general guide that, in general, they can talk well enough to be understood by other people. So if you see that one of these language milestones might be missing, so for example, maybe your child does not yet have conversations. Maybe it's just saying single words at this age. Or maybe less than half of their words are clear. Then it may be time to speak with your pediatrician or care provider about them. And these are commonly the patients who get referred to us as developmental pediatricians. And very important at this age also, very important for a three-year-old, would be the social and emotional milestones. 
Now, these are extremely important milestones at any age. Often, we take them for granted because in our society, there's really this huge focus on academic skills that sometimes these social and emotional skills will get forgotten. So one milestone is that the child calms down within 10 minutes after you leave her, like at the child care drop-off. Now, I know that this is also the age where a lot of tantrums happen. And that's why here at Discerning Parenting, we also have resources to help you with this. And this is another important milestone. A three-year-old should notice other children and join them in playing. So if your three-year-old does not seem to be interested in other children, this may also be something to mention to your care provider. And we also have our cognitive milestones. These are how kids are learning and thinking and problem solving. So at this age, when you show your child how to draw a circle, your child is able to imitate it. Now, most kids would be able to copy a circle. So you don't even have to show them. They just see a circle. They're going to copy it. Now, I mentioned this not because many kids are delayed here in terms of drawing a circle, but the most common scenario I see is we want kids at this age to already be writing letters of the alphabet. Now, just think of all of the strokes in the letters of the alphabet. And there are often battles over this, over tracing the letters, even tracing whole words and doing worksheets. When developmentally, what we expect would be something like copying a simple shape. So if our kids are not yet writing words or letters of the alphabet at this age, this is not something that we need to stress over. And in fact, having too big of a focus on tracing and writing and worksheets may detract from other more important activities at this age. And also at this age, they should already be able to recognize things like avoiding touching hot objects, like a stove, if you warn her. So if you tell her, okay, that is a stove that's dangerous, that's hot, we don't touch it, they would already recognize that. So that is also an important cognitive milestone. And often we take milestones like that for granted. So if you enjoyed this video, head over to discerningparenting.com and we have a resource library for parents of young kids. We have guides like activities to boost language development, a guide on how to prepare your child for reading, and we want to help you take the stress out of parenting and help you find more calm and joy in parenting your child especially at this wonderful age where your three-year-old is at. And at this age, in case tantrums may be something that you're struggling with, we also have a guide in that resource library about handling toddler tantrums. So head over to discerningparenting.com and sign up for our free resource library. Any information available at this podcast is intended for general guidance only and must never be considered a substitute for advice provided by a doctor, therapist, or other qualified medical professional.